Jesus. Certainly we thank and praise God for his goodness and grace. I'm telling you, this has been some morning. Just want you to know that that a lot of things happen, you know, in the midst of preparing for a service or preparing for a sermon and preparing, certainly preparing for television or broadcast or whatever uh, type of media that you're going to be using. And so this morning we have been experiencing a lot of different things, but certainly God is great and greatly to be praised. So I solicit your prayers uh, earnestly this morning uh, as we go forth. The enemy has been really fighting. And so I'm just going to make it plain. I'm just going to expose it. It's, he's been playing his hand this morning. So I'm expecting uh, great things to happen. Amen. Thank you for joining us on this fourth day of October. You're listening to a Sunday Morning Live. That's SML, Sunday Morning Live, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. And you are inside the pages with Pastor Carl Henderson. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. A Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. and Thursdays. Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. Acts of the not Acts of the Apostles, but Acts of the Holy Ghost, because it was the Holy Ghost that was moved and was inspiring and driving them and, and instructing them on what on this life. This life. It's all about this life. And so we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I am faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. And certainly we have come across some opposition this morning, but uh, nonetheless, God is greater. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Now, if you've missed any of the messages, please visit ConnectingTrue.org and click God on Demand to access the archives and and. Also, there is a, a video on our website that speaks louder than words. Uh, that is connectingtruth.org. To speak louder than words, watch it. You need to watch this video and see what it is saying. If you've seen it before, go back and, and look at it again. And, you know, it will stir your mind. It will stir your spirit as it reveals the plan of God. And, you know, and that's, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about this morning. Uh, I remember as a little boy, I was thinking uh, last night as I was preparing for several different things. We have uh, uh, maybe some baptism today. Um, you know, we're going to be over in the city of Monrovia this afternoon at 3 p.m. That's 474 East uh, Dewarty Road. Uh, and so uh, if you want to dedicate your life or rededicate your life, I'll be there baptizing and if you know we just want to uh, to do the will of God also there is an ordination where we, um, some ministers will be licensed as well and so certainly uh, just been preparing it's been very busy but not hectic you know just want to say that just busy just spinning and pouring myself out into the Lord but I, as a little boy, as I was preparing, as I was preparing for uh, the service, I remember you know, years ago or 
well, not years ago, but you understand. Uh, I thought that when you read the Bible and you got to the end, that was it. I didn't have an understanding about the word of God, but then again, I was young and just didn't know. And so I thought that was it. So I didn't want to read the Bible. I didn't want to read it. When it is really the beginning, it brings us to the beginning. It is the transition from time into eternity and where everything begins. And so uh, uh, this morning, don't have enough time, won't have enough time to get through all that's in my heart that I would like to expose, uh, but I'll do my best to get through some of it and then come back uh, with the rest of it as the Lord God gives us permission to do so. I pray and hope that you have had a blessed day and whatever you might be dealing with, uh, you know, the enemy comes against and he comes to kill, steal and destroy, but he can only do as much as God allows him to do. And so whatever you're dealing with this morning, whatever it is, know that, that the enemy does not have complete control. God does. And, and with that being said, we're going to go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and honor you, Lord God, for your goodness and grace. We honor you, Lord God, for what you have done, for all that you're going to do. Lord God, we thank you for those that have dedicated their, life, their lives unto you and those that are rededicating their lives. Lord God, we thank you in advance for the, the ministers that will be licensed, Lord God, today. And I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would bless them uh, even now as they are preparing their hearts and as they are transitioning, if you have, are transitioning them into this area of service. Father, we thank you right now for your goodness and your grace. Lord Jesus, we just want to bless your name this morning to lift you up, to exalt you, Lord God, above everything, above all the hiccups and the bumps and the different things that, that we experience in this life. Lord God, and we look to you as the author and the finisher of our faith. I pray and ask that you would touch those that are sick in their body, those, Lord God, that are bedridden and listening to the service, those, Lord God, that are maybe at work, Lord God, those that are, are just have taken, have placed things on pause so that they can be part of this service, Lord God. Lord, we ask that you would bless them. Let your word go forth, Lord God. Strengthen and fortify. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the book of Daniel, Daniel, the, the 12th chapter, and we're talking about being rapture ready still, but I want to talk about the rapture. Now, the rapture or rapture itself is not a term that is found in the scripture. And I don't want to get ahead of myself too far, but, but listen, the book of Daniel says this. And at that time, shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people and there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered. Everyone that shall be found written in the book of life. You want your name to be found written in the book of life. You want to encourage your friends. You want to encourage your relatives. Now, I said encourage. I didn't say beat them up. I didn't say be dogmatic. You want to encourage them that their name may be found written in the book of life. 
and you need your name written in the book of life before you close your eyes and leave here. You need your name written in the book of life before being caught up. You need your name written in the book of life. It needs to be found there. And the second verse says, and many of them that slept in the dust of the earth, thank you, Holy Ghost, that slept in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contentment. And they that be wise, those that are wise, those that are listening to the word of God, those that are applying the word of God, See, the, we're not talking about quoting scriptures. I, I'm totally against that. You, you can quote it. You have to apply it. Quoting is not enough. Applying the word of God is what he is looking for. The one that are doing it are the ones whose name will be found in the book of life. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Now, the Bible tells us over in 1 Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, verse 14 through 18, it said, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which slept in Christ will, will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of God, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. So there's going to be some uh, uh, that have fallen asleep uh, already. They have made their departure. They are absent from the body, but yet present with the Lord. They're not here. They're laying and resting. They are waiting for the redemption of their body. And so some of them that have fallen asleep will wake into everlasting life and some will wake up into everlasting contentment. And so the Bible tells us that for this we say the word of the Lord, which uh, which we are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord uh, shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel, that is a shout of victory and the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. So those that have fallen asleep years ago, those that have fallen asleep recently and those that fall asleep before the coming of the Lord, uh, those whose name was written in the book of life before they fell asleep and those whose name is written in the book of life uh, at the appearance, at the coming of the Lord, when he shall descend, when he shall descend from heaven with the shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ are going to rise, then we which are alive. So just as God is going to have us all in sync. And so then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up. Now you can underline that word caught up or that uh, those two words caught up together with them, those three words, uh, because that's where we, when we talk about the rapture, we're saying caught up. And so be caught up with them in the clouds uh, to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And he goes on to say comfort one another with these words. These are words of comfort. They are dreadful. They are frightening, but they are also words of comfort because this is what we are looking forward to. Now, the rapture, the rapture, the rapture is an event 
that was established, it was triggered, and it was spoken about uh, in Genesis 5 and 24. For the Bible says, and Enoch walked with God and was not, for God took him. It simply means that he was caught up, literally moving from one place to another, and in this case, to the into the eternal presence of the Lord. Now, we also see this in the book of Acts. If you've been following along with us on Thursdays, we've been in the book of Acts and we've talked about Deacon Philip. Now, Deacon Philip, uh, because of the uh, persecution of the church, Saul at that time was going against and had went and got letters uh, to uh, drag those back in, in that was calling upon the name of Jesus and preaching in the name of Jesus and, and healing in the name of Jesus. Anyone that was using the name of Jesus and called themselves to be a believer, called themselves to be a follower of the way that said that they were a saint of God, uh, uh, he was after them to arrest them and to bring them before uh, the judgment. And so he was persecuted and they began to, the disciples, they split, they took off. And Deacon Philip in his, in his, in his move, uh, he was out and he saw a eunuch and God, the spirit of God led him to go over to the eunuch and to listen. And as he drew near and listened, uh, the eunuch was in the book of Isaiah and he asked about the scripture and Philip, Deacon Philip began to talk to him about Jesus Christ. When we read the Old Testament, it is, you cannot separate Jesus. Now the name of Jesus is not given for salvation in the Old Testament. However, the presence and the prophecies and the, and God, the work of God that was going to be fulfilled that we read about in the New Testament is spoken about in the Old from Genesis through, ah, uh, bless your Lord God, you understand what I'm saying. And so Isaiah, uh, and so he began to witness to him about Christ. And, uh, and after a while they stopped the, the caravan and he was baptized. The Bible said, then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him, Jesus. Uh, that's what we're all supposed to be preaching. And that is Jesus Christ, not preaching a 50 inch TV, not preaching a brand new car. Uh, that's just a bucket, uh, uh, your bucket, your brand new 2020, 2021, whatever you pick up is just a bucket with wheels. It's going to rust. It's going to deplete it already appreciated when you drove off the lot but preach Jesus Christ the house that you live in the, that you have that's good you know but we all know that termites and and wood beetles can get involved in all of that and you know now there's a new threat that that they that the agriculture and everybody is concerned about and so it just lets you know how temporary things are that we have and and so the Bible said that he began to preach Jesus Christ and, and so you want Jesus Christ being preached to you this morning we're talking about Jesus Christ and, and that's what we're going to continue to talk about. And as they went on their way, they came unto a certain water and the eunuch said, see, here is water. It, it's, it, it's amazing how he began to preach Christ unto him from the book of Isaiah. And it took them now all the way into baptism. And so now the eunuch is saying, here's some water. I want to be baptized. I want to have my sins remitted in the, oh, bless your Lord God. I want to have them washed away. I want a new beginning to occur. And Philip said, if thou believest with all thy heart, some are baptized, not believing with all they heart. But Philip, Deacon Philip, Deacon Philip said, listen, 
you want to be baptized, do you believe with all your heart? And if you do, then I will, thou mayest, I will baptize you for the remission of sins. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still. Thank you, Jesus. He commanded the chariot to stand still. And they went down. They both went down. They went down into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught away Philip. So again, he was caught up. He was raptured at that. However, uh, he was found uh, in a different city. He didn't go into eternity. His work, it was not time for that. God wanted him to go into witness uh, to all the cities and and, and he did that until he came to Caesarea. And that's where, De uh, where Luke uh, uh, leaves off that uh, uh, witness and that uh, testimony of what was occurring. Now, this is the same experience that, you, that, that Enoch had, uh, it, with the exception that the Spirit of the Lord took him uh, and Deacon Philip uh, and took away, and he was found in a different city. He was found in Azota. He was uh, Zoda. Azota, however, you can look it up as far as pronunciation. But listen, where he continued to preach and witness till he came to Caesarea. It's imperative that each of us understand that God has a plan. God has a plan. It's all about God's plan. Now, God has given us a space and time, which uh, for us, it is the dispensation of grace. And, you know, there are uh, multiple dispensations. You need to understand it's a lot of time that God has given. And we are here. We are on the fourth day of October 2020. We are in the dispensation of grace. And my question is, what are you doing? God has a plan. Are you following his plan? Are you following your own plan? Are we following what God, he said, my word is going to go out and perform. I have a plan and I'm sending my word out to perform it just like I did in the beginning where the word of God moved up on the face of the deep. The word of God went out and it or it or got orchestrated it and it it did exactly what God wanted it to do. The Bible tell us over in Revelation, Revelation, the first chapter. Uh, verse one, it said the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him to show unto his servant things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant, John. Now, many can walk and many will talk about Genesis one and one. But you need to understand that Genesis one and one also lines up with Revelation one. Now, Revelation, everyone don't want to touch on that because it is a book of, it is not just a symbolic book. It is a book that is uh, as literal, uh, bless you, Lord, as literal in meaning as the others. 
And so when you look at the book of Revelation, uh, we see that it is the revelation of Jesus Christ. It is a testimony. It's just like Genesis is a testimony that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Uh, the Bible tells us that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And that all things was made by the word. The word was in action. The word was the the what did the work. God spoke and it was. And so revelation is let is giving us the testimony that must shortly come to pass. Shortly in our you know, we think of things as as, as happening very quickly when we say shortly. But God, full of grace and mercy, bless you, Lord, uh, has extended. But he also said, if I don't shorten the time, the very elect would not be saved. Now, many will talk about Genesis, but they won't touch Revelation. Revelation 13 and eight through nine says, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life. So uh, those that don't believe and their names are not written in the book of life. The day is going to come that they will bow down and worship the Lord. Uh, who was slain from the foundation of the world. He said, if any man hear, let him hear. If you have an ear, then listen to what the spirit is saying. If you have an ear, listen to what I'm saying. If you have an ear, your spiritual ear, as you read the word of God to understand that if your name is not written in the Lamb's book of life, you're going to bow down one day. And if your name is written in the book of life, uh, you, you are already bowing down and worshiping and acknowledging that he is Lord. My God, thank you, Jesus. The Bible tells us in Isaiah 45, uh, verse th uh, 21 through 23, it says, tell ye and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together who have declared from ancient time, who have told it from that time. Have not I the Lord, and there is no no one, no other God besides me, uh, a just God. He's a just God. He's a righteous God and a savior. There is none beside me. Look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. Now, that's putting a dent in, in a whole lot of, listen, it's putting a dent and a lot of uh, ceramic is putting a dent. It's carving it's a lot of wood up. It's, it's, it's crumbling a lot of metal uh, because uh, he is God and there is no other God. Uh, there are a lot of philosophies. There's a lot of talk about different things, but there, but we're talking about God and we're talking about the word of God because see, philosophies are going to fade away. Uh, those teachings and different things and, and symbolic uh, that man have people have taken and, and made molten images and, and carved out different things and feng shui and all of that different stuff. Uh, God don't recognize that as being anything but what it is. And, and that is false. Uh, but the word of God is truth. And the truth is what sets us free. He said, I have sworn by myself. The word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return uh, that unto me every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. The Bible tells us that over in Psalms 40 that the Lord said, uh, I, lo, I come in the volume of the book. It is written about me. When we read from Genesis to Revelation, it's about the Lord. When we read from Genesis and Revelation, it's about God's plan. As we read from Genesis to Revelation, 
We're reading about the, you know, when we look at our tombs, uh, you know, where we lost a loved one, and, you know, we see the date, and we see a dash mark, and we see an end date. You know, God has the beginning. Time was established. And we're reading all that is occurring in between. And then there is going to come a day uh, that everything is going to come to an end. And, and so when I say everything come to an end, I'm talking about sheeps on the right and goats on the left. I'm talking about a complete separation of what is right and what is not right. Uh, a separation of those whose name is written in the book of life and those that are not. Uh, a day that uh, says that uh, the saints were caught up uh, and, and was taken out of here. And it is also going to be a day that is marked where those that were not caught up was left here. You want to be caught up. You want to be raptured. We, that's where we use the term rapture to say caught up. And so God's plan says that there is a day that is coming that is going to catch up those that believe. Uh, the Bible says that that same word, this is the same word that John testified, that which was from the beginning, which he had heard and which we have seen with our eyes, which we have spoken and we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life for the life was manifested and we have seen it and we bear witness and we show unto you that eternal life. That's what we're doing today. We're showing unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father in the Spirit. When we say in the Father, we're talking about in the Spirit. And we're talking about the Spirit form. Uh, bless your Lord God. The Spirit, the Spirit. And the Bible said the Word became flesh and we beheld his glory as the only begotten Son of the Father. And so the Bible tells us that, uh, that he was in the world and the world was made by him, but yet the world knew him not. And so we're talking about eternal life, that which was in the spirit and manifested unto us. And so uh, John said in the beginning that the word, the word was with God, was God. The same was in the beginning with God. God, what was in the beginning with God? His word and all things were made by him and without him. Not anything was made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shining in darkness and darkness comprehended it not. It's easy. Listen here. It's easy for uh, when we think about the logic or oh, the logic. Now, I love when I talk about God. When we talk about God, we're talking about someone that can do all things, that he can't fail in anything that he wants to do and that he wills to do. We're talking about God who can uh, that can do. Listen to what I'm saying. God can do. Now, if your God, the God that you're thinking about, cannot make a body and get in it, then that's not God. If we're talking about God who cannot take a portion of his spirit and give out to you, we're not talking about God. It, see, when I talk about God, we're talking about almighty. We're talking about supreme. We're talking about uh, that can do all things, all power, all power it, that he has. God, talking about God. Uh, and so uh, there are many walking in darkness. And so the logical, uh, uh, the logic that the enemy has produced, the logic, I mean, 
is that, well, you know, the simplicity of it is that there is one devil and that one devil can, again, can fight, but he's fighting against three different gods. He's fighting against three gods that agree as one. Uh, th that sounds very logical. It sounds very clear. But understand, there's only one that sits on the throne. We're not talking about three thrones and, and all three agreeing into one throne, but we're talking about one God that sits on one throne. And the scripture is very plain, very clear about that, that the Bible said that the devil believes and trembles, believes in what? One God believes and knows who he is. Listen, God's plan, because men is walking in darkness, they don't see that God's plan clearly. And even we that are saved, even we that believe the word of God, the Bible still tells us that we're looking through things darkly uh, through a glass that is, is somewhat uh, we don't see everything very clearly uh, with all the that God has already given us. We still don't have the fullness of of what we uh, will see when that day comes. God's plan does not include being caught up in, pol in a political engine. It does not include being caught up in, uh, you know, oh, I got to have as much power you know, I got to have some, I got to have this power and I got to have this prestige. I got to leave a legacy in this present world. That, that's not the plan. Now, I'm not saying those things can't happen, but it's God's will. Am I doing God's will? Now, many of, uh, associate their, their um, success with being, uh, well, this is from God. It may be the only reward that you are going to receive from God if your name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And you do not know, oh, hmm, I'm going into an area here. I'm, 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 I'm putting the rings on it, though. I'm, I'm going to hold off for a moment. Listen, your name has to be in the Lamb's Book of Life. And it is not something for you to walk and say, well, I believe it's there. I have faith that it's there, but yet I'm doing and I'm living the life that I want to live. I'm not about that life. I'm not about this life. I'm not about, uh, mm -mm, no, I'm about the life that I have. And the life that I have does not include God. No, it doesn't include God. It doesn't include the worship of God. They that worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The father is looking for those that are worshiping in spirit. It doesn't include that. Now, everything that have breath can praise God, which means that everything that has breath, everything that has breath, what comes to mind with you when you think about breath, because the, uh, the trees of Lebanon clap their hands, that whatever has breath, whatever has breath gives praise unto God. So I am better than a tree. I'm better than a rock that may cry out if I hold back my prayer. I will give God the praise with my breath, but I will also worship him. You will also worship him in spirit and in truth. Why? Because now I repented. You've repented of sin. You have your sins have been remitted. The things that you did that were outside the will of God has gone before you and have already been dealt with. Therefore, your name can be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. But if the sins come up with you behind you, hmm, the Bible tells us in Luke, the 12th chapter, 15, uh, listen. Uh, and he said unto them, take heed, beware of covetousness, for a man's life consists not of the abundance of substance of the things which he possess. 
And he spoke a parable unto them, saying, the, certain, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful, and he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to store my fruits. And he said, I will do. I'm going to do. Yeah, I have a great ideal. I'm going to pull down my barns and build greater and they will uh, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods and I will say to my soul soul thou have much good laid up for many years uh, take thy ease get go be comfortable you you got it going on you can retire now eat drink and be merry but god but god wherever you are you ought to just think but god God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be? You're going to leave here and none of the stuff that you that you have accumulated is going with you. Hmm. So he that lays up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. Now, the Lord is not speaking about uh, those that have things or can't be saved. He's saying those that have things and their trust is in themselves and God is excluded. They have also excluded their name from the Lamb's book of life. They have excluded themselves from the plan of God. The Bible tells us that in Genesis 1 and 1, it tells us, and I'm going to go through this. Like I said, I don't, I don't see myself with a lot of time to really get into this the way I would like to. But you know, with as, as much uh, opposition, as much as the enemy has been trying to fight, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to go forth and go uh, and, and just go ahead and, and throw a punch. And so we're going to go with the word of God, and, you know, and, and take this punch right now or, or throw this punch. Uh, Genesis 1 creation. In the beginning, God created uh, the heavens and the earth. And Genesis said that God, the third verse said God, that said God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, the 26th verse of that same chapter, uh, God gave man rule, said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over all the, the earth and over every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth. The second chapter uh, goes on to say, and the Lord planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed, and out of the ground made the Lord uh, God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the knowledge of good and evil, and a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was planted and became into four heads. Now the name of it, it, it scripture goes on to give the names, but I want you to understand that the Garden of Eden was established. Now, so we have time. We have time. We have man, the creation of, uh, excuse me, creation, God's light, man's rule, Eden. We have these things existing. But not only that, we also have a curse. We have a curse that exists. And, and so the Bible tells us, that Adam said, because thou, the Lord said unto Adam, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. 
Cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shall thy eat of it all the days of your life. And so there is a curse. Now, I want you to understand because we're talking about God's plan. Now, we're talking about Genesis to Revelation, and this is just a high view of things. And we'll come, as the Lord permits, we'll go back over, you know, and, and as we talk about uh, being rapture ready. And, and right now we're talking about the rapture and, and, and God's plan. And so the Bible tell us that there was a curse. There was eating and man's rule. But then when we get into Revelation, the Bible tell us in Revelation that there is no curse because and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Whose eyes? And uh, those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crime. Neither shall there be any more pain for who? Those whose names is written in the Lamb's book of life. For the former things are passed away and there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be there. The sacrifice that was made from the foundation of the world and his servants shall serve him. Revelation 22, 1 through 2. There's a new Eden. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street thereof and on either side of the river, there was the, the tree of life, which bare 12 manners of fruit and yield her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So there's a new Eden that is in place. And then there is the rule. Man's rule. Man had was able to rule, but he lost. He lost out on being in Eden. But now we have Revelation 20 and 4. And I saw thrones and they that set up on them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which was which would not. They would not. They had not worshiped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their forehead or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Now, many people are banking upon the fact that, well, you know, I'm going to sacrifice myself and I'm not going to yield myself to, uh, to to taking the mark of the beast. I'm not going to uh, worship the, the son of perdition or the antichrist. And, you know, and I, I'm going to I'm going to stand still. And I'm going to. In other words, what they're saying is they're going to sanctify themselves during the tribulation period. You not sanctifying yourself now. Where the spirit of God is, there's liberty. And when the when the church is taken out of here, how are you going to sanctify yourself? When the goodness of God is not here and judgment is in the land, how are you going to repent? It's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. So this is not talking about those that should be repenting during the dispensation of grace. This is, oh, bless your Lord God. I want to come back to that and really work with that. Uh, but this is not talking about the time of the Gentiles. So you need to, uh, whoever is teaching or preaching that, uh, need to really look at it and understand that the time of the Gentiles, that out of course is going to be done away with. Hmm. Bless you, Lord God. Revelation, God's light. Chapter 21, 23, and it says, and the city had no light. 
no need for the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. What's illuminating it? The word of God. Mm -hmm. And there shall be no night there, and no need to candle, no light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever. And so there's a light, and so a new creation. I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the uh, for the first heaven and the first earth passed away and there is no more sea. He that testified, this is where I want to get to. He that testified these things. Remember, I started, I told you that Revelation 1 and 1, this is the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ that he has given unto John. And so verse, uh, when we get to chapter 22, it tells us he that testified, who's testifying? Jesus Christ. Uh, who's showing this unto John? Jesus Christ. Who's letting his will be made known? Uh, it is Jesus Christ. And so these things said he that uh, surely I come quickly. I come quickly. Part of the testimony is I come quickly. And so in the, his coming, when he come, one of the things that is going to occur first is that we are going to be caught up. What's another word for being caught up is, or what's another phrase for it is the rapture or rapture. We're going to be caught up. And so uh, he said, amen. Even so come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. This is how John uh, closes out. But listen, you need to understand God has a plan. God always has had a plan. And we're reading through the book as when you read your Bible, uh, people, uh, listen, as we read the word of God, you're constantly being exposed to being to the kingdom of God being established. You're constantly being exposed to God saying, I have a plan and my plan includes all of those that are willing and obedient to do my will. Uh, I have a plan. And my plan includes all of those that are willing and obedient because I'm keeping a record. I'm, their names is going to be written in the book of life and they're lined up. And so everyone whose name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you need to understand uh, that it is because you have met the criteria. What is the criteria? The word of God. You are obedient. The Bible said those that live by the commandment, uh, those that do the commandment shall live in them. Many are saying, well, I believe in God, but they're not wholeheartedly. Listen to that word wholeheartedly. Giving themselves over into the will of God. Now, wholeheartedly means that we do what? We look at the word of God and we apply it. We apply what God is saying. We apply it. We apply it. Get out of the foolishness that we have adapted, the, the foolishness that we have embraced, the foolishness that we have that we have picked up from others and considered as being okay to live that way. The word of God, if the word of God is against it, you should be against it too. If the word of God is saying, don't do that, then we need to stop doing it. We have to apply ourselves wholeheartedly to what God is saying and not make excuses. I'm here today to tell you that uh, God is not going to uh, no, he's not going to make any exceptions for anybody. Now, someone think God is going to make exceptions for them uh, because someone told them all you have to do is believe. But listen, uh, belief without action means very little. It means very little. It means very little. 
And so with that being said, you know, I, I thank God for his goodness. And I, I solicit your prayers continuously, uh, you know, as we move forward in this day it is a, a day it is a day of blessings. And so I want you to be blessed. I pray that um, something has been said to stir up your mind and that it, it blessing your soul. And so, listen, if you have not, if you have not been baptized in Jesus name for the remission of your sins, if you've not dedicated your life unto him, uh, again, I want to encourage you to go to a church of truth and power, one that believes the word of God teaching the word of God wholeheartedly and, you know, and become committed, dedicated and live according to the word of God, you know, live, live it. If you live it, it will stir, it will stir up the mind of your spouse. If you live it, it will stir up the mind of your children. Let God be the one that shows his reflection in through you on you. That makes the difference. It will make a difference. It will. I know this personally for myself it will make a difference and that's a testimony for another time father we thank you right now lord god and we just want to bless your name savior and ask that you would keep our hearts stirred and stay on you as we prepare ourselves to meet you lord god let us not be found like those that was not fully prepared lord but bless us to lord god to be ready that when at your trump at your voice Lord God, that we'll be caught up together with those that rise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord God. Listen, the music and instruments and songs of our songstress and singers and, uh, you know, are the property of their, of the recorded artists and the producers. So I want you to, to know that, listen, and, and, and support music ministry. Uh, be selective from what you listen to. You know, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. That's the only way. That's the best way. And again, I would just want to tell you that if you have not been baptized, if you're in the Southern California area uh, this afternoon at 3 p.m., you're going to be uh, at 474 East Lordy Road, the city of Monrovia. We do believe in social distancing. We do know what to do and how to follow the mandates that's been outlined, but you can be baptized for the remission of sin. And so we just want to thank God for you. Uh, and I hope to see you soon. Uh, oh, bless your name, Jesus. There is nobody like the Lord. Hope to see you soon and, you know, and see you here. I'll see you there. But be blessed. Again, this is Pastor Carl Henderson at Cornerstone Apostolic Church, 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. God bless you.